0: Welcome back to announcement time. It's it's a lot of fun getting to do these announcements. I know you missed me doing them, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you still saw me a lot. So anyway, announcement time. Hey guys, coming up is our summer VBS. It's going to be a great time for the kids, age three to eleven. Registrations open. You can register on our app or on our website, register your kids. Also guys, this is important. We need some volunteers to make that event possible uh, for the three days that we're there. Um, It takes a lot of help. So if you guys are willing and able, you can also register to volunteer on the app and the website as well. I promise you guys, it's a great time. The kids are so much fun. Uh, and there's nothing better than just getting to, to bless the kids for those days. So I'd encourage you to sign up to volunteer and help us with that event if you can. Uh, keep downloading that app. Check it out. There's all sorts of Bible studies going on. The men's and women's groups are still going strong on Monday evenings. And uh, with all that being said, you guys ready? Here we go. Let's get ready for church. Woo!
1: All right. Glad to have everybody with us online. We're we're glad to be back. We've yes. been gone for a little bit, but we're with you. We've been watching online a lot too, so it was fun. So now we know your experience we even like better. Yeah. But we're here, and it's cool. And uh, we're going to be talking about kindness mm-hmm. today. So you should get your Bibles and get a coffee and get ready to go because here we go. <laughs> and be kind. Woo!
2: Good morning, everyone. It is great to see all your faces and hear your voices. Doug and I bounced up to Tennessee and back midweek. And so just all that traveling, it makes me feel like a lot more time went past. So I really missed you guys. So I'm glad to be here. Glad to be spending time with you. And uh, I'm going to tell you what we'll be attempting to do. In case you didn't know, we will start things off. With communion, Chaplain Doug is going to lead us through that in just a moment. After communion, we'll have our time of worship. We're going to bring back some older songs after worship. Pastor Georgina will come up and lead any kids who'd like to join her through a Bible verse. We'll dismiss them to their Sunday school classes and then we'll have our time in the word with Pastor Steve. We are in the fruit of the spirit part six today. Before we get into any of that, let's pray. Holy Spirit, would you come? We're here for you, Papa. Thank you for meeting us. We're gathered this morning with a spirit of expectation. We know you're going to do something. So would you open our hearts and our minds and our ears, God. As we discuss your kindness. Your radical kindness. Papa, would you move into us and through us. So that we're touching everyone around us. With your kindness and showing them how much you love them. Help us to draw closer to you and we join with all the churches around the world where your gospel is preached with this collect. Almighty God, you taught the hearts of your faithful people by sending them the light of your Holy Spirit. Grant to us by the same Spirit to judge all things rightly and rejoice always in his holy comfort. Through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you and Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Chaplain Doug.
3: On the night he was betrayed, Jesus took bread and he broke it, saying, this is my body, take and eat in remembrance of me. In the same manner he took the cup. It was the last night of the Passover celebration. The cups of plagues and sanctification had already been poured and celebrated. Jesus takes the third cup, which is the cup of redemption. He said, this is my blood poured out for you. Drink this in remembrance of me gathered with his friends that evening, Jesus gives us a lasting ordinance or remembrance, which we call communion or the Lord's table or the Lord's supper. He said, from now on, when you get together and partake of this meal, I want you to remember me. And as his friends gathered here today, we too can partake of this meal, the bread and the cup, the body and the blood of the Lord. And we want to remember and give thanks. We want to remember all that Jesus has said and done and promised to do. We want to remember his willingness to go to the cross on our behalf. We want to remember how he defeated death and rose again, and we want to remember with awe and thanksgiving that he's coming back for us soon. So here on the table are the elements of communion, the bread, the cup, the body and the blood of the Lord. The table is open to all who believe. So as we worship this morning and you feel led by the Spirit, please come, partake, remember, and give thanks. Amen?
0: amen thank you chaplain doug we're going to enter now into our time of worship together and i'd encourage us all to sing out and to lift our voices and to participate as we elevate jesus in our midst here today we're going to see the words pop up all over the place you guys are welcome to sit but stand if you're able never once has he left us on our own he is faithful amen
4: Mountaintop Looking just how far We've come Knowing that for every step You were With us Kneeling on this Battleground Seeing just how much You've done Knowing every victory Was your power In us Scars and struggles on the way Love with joy our hearts can say Yes, our hearts can say on the way but with joy our hearts can't stay On the way, but with joy our hearts can say, Never once did we ever walk alone, carried by Your constant grace, held within Your perfect. step we are pre- You are God of love, let my dry bones sing a new song, Mm. all the glory to the God of love. And
5: hallelujah,
4: thine the glory The blood power in the blood but you are evil a victory win. There's wonderful power.
0: We're going to have the band take a break. Just you guys. Ready? Here we go. The drums can play. So, Brandon, you join us. There is power, power,
4: wonder. Come on, sing it out. In the blood of the Lamb, there is power, power, wonder-working power. In the precious blood of the Lamb. All right, turn to the person next to you and tell him, hey, you sing pretty good. Go ahead and tell him, you sing
0: Oh, we love you, Lord, and we are so, so thankful for this time of worship in your presence, God. You're so good, Lord. We love you and we worship you. And as we're here in your presence, Lord, I'd ask that you'd be with us as we prepare to study your word. Lord God, anoint the words that are spoken to us, that are taught to us. Use those words, God, to stir up our hearts towards you. And Holy Spirit, I'd ask that you'd be with those working with our precious children. God, anoint them. Give them everything that they need to show all the kiddos your wonderful love for them, oh God. You are so good, Lord. We love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' holy name we pray, amen. Amen. And amen, and Pastor Georgina, would you please come up and teach the children a Bible verse?
6: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hi, boys and girls. So, we are back, hi, in the Old Testament. Remember, last week we were talking about... A story, a true story from the New Testament. But today we're doing the Old Testament. And we're back uh, talking about Samuel. Who remembers something about Samuel? Anybody? Samuel? No? Well, he was called by the Lord very early on, right? To be a judge and to be a prophet. Well, many, many years have passed now. And he is older. And he chose his two sons, right, to be judges over israel but guess what his two sons weren't very nice people they weren't very nice and the leaders of israel said to samuel samuel we like you a lot you did a great job but your sons i don't think we want to be ruled by them right so what happened next is that samuel didn't know what to say he didn't know what to do so he did the best thing ever he went to talk to the lord in prayer Right? So he asked the Lord what to do. And First Samuel 8, 7 tells us what happened. And the Lord said to Samuel, obey the voice of the people and all they say to you. For they have not rejected you, right? But they have rejected me from being king over them. Yes. So God said, but warn them, right, about what the king will do. So Samuel told the people, listen, the king over you is going to do whatever, whatever he wants. He's going to have your sons join the, join the army, right? Join his forces. He's going to have your, your daughters work for him and then he can take from your land and from your servants, from the people that work with you. And the people said, we don't care. We want a king just like every other nation has a king. So, God told Samuel, that's okay, give them what they want. So Samuel told the leaders, go home and wait for a king. And guess what happened? A couple days later, right? So Saul met, went to Samuel. And Samuel saw that that Saul was tall and that he was handsome. And then he, Saul had gone there because he had lost his... Oh, I have a picture. He had lost his father's, where is it? His father's donkey. He was looking for them, right? And he had lost them. And, he, and Samuel was like, don't worry about that. Come and have dinner with me. Your family is going to be very important. And Saul was like, what? Why do you mean? My family is the smallest tribe in all of Israel. There aren't very many of us. But Samuel said, don't worry, you will, your family will be important. So, the next morning, Samuel anointed, right? This had oil on it. And he anointed Saul, like he poured oil all over his head. He anointed him and told him, you are going to be king. And he gave Saul instructions and sent him home. And then... The spirit of the Lord was on Saul, right? I know, but guess what, guys? The people of God did not trust him. They wanted a human king, and God had a better plan for them. God would send someone, right, who would be good to them, who would bring them peace and save the people. Do you know who the name of that person was? Jesus. Jesus. Very good. Jesus is the good and humble King, right? Yeah, good. I'm so glad you got that. All right, guys, you ready to say the Bible verse and then we'll get stickers and then we'll pray and then we'll go to our classrooms. Okay. Ready? Okay. Repeat after me. First Samuel 8, 7. First Samuel 8, 7. Good job. All right. And the Lord said to Samuel, and the Lord said to, to Samuel, Samuel Good. "Obey the voice, obey the voice of all the people,
7: of all the people,
6: and all that they say to you.
7: And all that they say to you, for
6: they not for they have not rejected you,
5: for they have not rejected you,
6: but they have rejected me." From being king over them. From being king over them. Excellent job, guys. So we get stickers.
1: The children are getting stickers because God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yay, Pastor Georgina is sure. going to pray for them and then they can get okay. the
6: okay, children's We're, church. we're not, not going to go yet, guys. We're going to pray, okay? Let's sit down. Good job. Good job, Patrick. You want to give that to your mama? Okay. Father in heaven, we are so grateful, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for our children, Lord. We thank you that you protected them, Lord God. Continue to protect them, Lord God, and show them, Lord God, how much you love them, Lord God. Let them receive that, and let them invite you, Lord, as their Lord and Savior forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay.
1: Good job. Go have fun. That's still on, Georgie. Good job. I got a sticker. I got to figure it out. (laughs) One task at a time. Come on. Hello everybody. I keep wanting, we keep wanting to go, welcome back. But I was the one that was gone, not you. So. Where have you been all month? Come on. It's, uh, it's so good to be here. Alice and I were gone last month. And uh, we do want to thank the staff and all the volunteers and everybody that <laughs> let us slip away for a month. And all of you. Best
4: team
1: ever. Yeah, best team ever. We had a great time. But it's good to be back. It's funny. Uh, welcome to you online. So, uh, we watched online while we were gone. And, and stayed very kind. It's very good online, actually. I'm, uh, I don't... I'm usually here, so I don't get to watch online. But uh, it was good. We felt like we were apart and got to see everybody. Of course, online, mostly we saw the backs of your heads and had to guess. <laughs> but it worked out. Yeah. And uh, so great. Good to be here. Welcome. Uh, if you're a first-time guest or visitor and you have no idea what I'm talking about, sorry about that. But... Uh, that's for you that just popped up, that little QR code. If you uh, are first-timers here, point your smart device at that with the camera on, and you'll get a link to our digital Connect card. That'll ask for your uh, name, phone number, and email address. We'd love to have you fill that out. And uh, then over the next five or six weeks, we'll send you a series of texts and emails telling you about the church and see if you have any questions. Also, we have gifts for all the first-time guests back at guest services. If you didn't get one on the way in, stop by on your way out and get your gift just for being here. And we are very, very glad that you're with us today. Another thing that we do here is we pray for our neighbors. We do it very intentionally. We encourage you that throughout the week, as you're driving in and out of your neighborhoods, as you're walking around your neighborhoods, pray for your neighbors. Just, you know, don't need to go knock on their door or anything. Just lift up the people in the house to the Lord and pray for them that God would move in their lives. And then when we gather, we do that corporately. And so I want to encourage you, and you know, I'll usually tell you this, get you know, two or three of them in your mind, but how about today? Really focus in on one, and get not, not only picture them, but think of their name, if you know it, and get them in your mind, and let's go to uh, Papa with that. Lord, we lift up our neighbors to you, and we pray, God, that you would move in their lives in mighty ways, and that you would draw those who don't know you into relationship with you, and help us, Papa to be good neighbors, and to love our neighbors well. And bring renewal, revival, and breakthrough to this area that hundreds and thousands of people will come to know you as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Keep. There's, there's so much power in that. And I, people need Jesus. You know, for years I've been saying, I don't know how people do it without Jesus, and the need just seems to be ever-increasing. And let's keep praying for them and that God would give you know, opportunities for us to love on them so that they can come and know Jesus. We're going to continue on in the series we've been doing uh, on the fruit of the spirit. And uh, Doug did a great job. He talked about the first four fruits, love, joy, peace, patience. And today I'm going to be talking about kindness. And so uh, it's a great topic. I've been thinking about it while we've been gone all week. And it's such an important idea and the whole, uh, you know, kindness sort of, ...is an action step with all of the things that we've been talking about as we press in. But before we get there, of course, there's some bad jokes. And uh, Douglas, you know, held the fort down with some bad jokes. But uh, they're not quite like this. And, and I thought I would do some theme, theme jokes because we've been hanging out on the beach. So we were at Sanibel... And it was, God was good to us, and, and so really every morning that entire month, three days out of the month, we didn't go, but every other morning we went out and hung out on the beach for a little while in the mornings when it was cool, and uh, I would sat there and read, which was great. I read a whole bunch of theology books. You might think that's not cool, but it was great. And, uh, and Alice was shelling, and, uh, and that was good. she got a big mountain of shells now, and we had fun. But I, I thought some beach jokes would be appropriate for today. Why is the beach always so confident? I'm not sure. It's 100% sure. (laughs) Did you hear about the race between the sand and the sea? No, I did not. They tied. Wow. (laughs) What did the beach say to the tide when it came in? Long time no see. Yes. We're taking this act on the road.
5: There yeah, you go. We did.
1: <laughs> Alice, my love, would you please.
5: I literally get so embarrassed when he does those jokes, I get a hot flash. <laughs> so if I look shiny, it's because. It's just because like, they're oh, so awesome. Come on. You. Oh, gosh. Anyway, we did, we had such a great month and it wouldn't have been possible without the team that was here in our place. And we are forever, forever grateful for for that ability to get away. So that being said, let's go ahead and press into Papa, shall we, before we read the word. Mm. Lord, you are so good. We thank you that when we cry out to you, your Holy Spirit comes and ministers to us. Papa, I pray today that as we learn about kindness, it would flow through us in a way that stuns the people around us, that they ask us, why? Why are you responding in such a kind way? Lord, let that be our testimony today. In Jesus' name, amen. Will you stand with me, please, for the reading of the word? The text today is out of Colossians, chapter 3. This is verses 12 through 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all of these virtues, And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Blessed be the Word. You can be seated.
1: That passage Alice just read. it's so deep and rich. And the Apostle Paul is, throughout the the letters he writes us, he's encouraging us to live in that way, which is what it looks like to live as people filled with Holy Spirit and allowing the fruit to be a part of who we are. And uh, so it's just rich in that text. And it's this uh, spirit-filled fruit, you know purpose life that we're moving towards in our lives and we've been talking about that as we started and Doug's been encouraging you to memorize the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law and so we're we're talking about this fruit in our lives and let me say that the, the fruit of the spirit because holy spirit is in us, and He's leading and guiding us. The fruit is there in our lives. It should be when we're in step with the Spirit. You will just be showing the fruit of the Spirit to the people around you. Those things will be happening. And what I would say to you, so it's not something that we're we're like having to work at. It's much different than that. We're actually having to yield ourselves to Holy Spirit, so that that is sort of the the way that we live, that we are loving and joy filled and Patience and we experience a measure of peace and that kindness that these things are happening. And you know, I I would say that the the reminder here is when that's not sort of the response in our life to situations, generally what it means is we're a little out of step with the Spirit. And it should be a a sort of a wake up to us. Well, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't loving or that wasn't kind or that wasn't, you know, that wasn't very peaceful. I need to take a look at, instead of being consumed by my circumstance and situation and other people's stuff, why is that my response? Because I'm probably just a touch out of step with the Spirit. And so I want to re-engage so that I can continue on in life. And this whole thing, it all begins to work together. Uh, what's important as we read through, through these things, I was spending a lot of time last month thinking. I knew I was coming back to do this message, so kindness was on my mind. And whenever you're, for me especially, whenever I'm going to speak on something, opportunities to walk it out seem to arise <laughs> in in multiple ways. And, and uh, what does it look like to be kind, and why is it important? I was thinking about the uh, you know, I, I tell you all the time how when we, God created us, he made us in his image and he gave us vocation. And what he called us to do was to partner with him and to go and be fruitful and multiply. And we were going to make the rest of the planet like Eden. That was, and then the fall blew that up. But Jesus comes and he restores us and we have vocation again. And that idea of being fruitful and multiplying is still, you know, it's about us and, and you know, the, back then it was about making more people so that they could all go and be a part of the project. And while that's still in there, it's even, I think, connects these things for us, um, how important it is to be fruitful, having this fruit of the Spirit really operating in us, so that then we can multiply, and by that it means we are helping people find their way back into relationship with God. And, and it's sort of tied in the... For me, the Acts 1, when Jesus says, wait for the Holy Spirit, he'll empower you to be my witnesses. So Holy Spirit is empowering us, and with the Great Commission, which is to go and make disciples. And so as we're yielding the Holy Spirit, this fruit is being produced, we're being fruitful, and then we're, we're doing the Great Commission stuff in our lives with the empowerment of, of Holy Spirit, and we're helping people find their way back to God. And we're being fruitful and multiplying once again. It's all part of what we're called to. And kindness, to me, is a pivotal point of that. Kindness is kind of the action of a lot of the things that we've talked about. Kindness is the action step of love. Kindness is moving in to situations. And when I say it, it may seem sort of a, maybe it's kind of an ordinary thing, oh kindness. But reality is, kindness is, is remarkable and inspiring when it's happening in our lives. There's a verse in Romans 2.4, uh, and Paul writes that, that God's kindness leads you toward repentance. God's kindness, the kindness of God, leads you toward repentance. And repentance is more than just that moment when you give your life to Jesus. Repentance is a life change. Repentance is when the the beginning of turning things around and moving in a different direction, you are heading one way and you head in another. And I love that Paul connects God's kindness with that. His kindness is certainly demonstrated for us in the cross and the resurrection. And and it gives us the opportunity to have changed lives. And and Paul connects it to kindness. And we need to see that it's kindness from us that's going to have a huge impact on people changing their lives and moving into relationship with God. This quote is from a guy named William Barclay who was a, a, a... big time theologian. So I love, it's even better when you realize it is written from a theological perspective, if you would. He says, more people have been brought into the church by the kindness of real Christian love than by all the theological arguments in the world. See, that's huge. See, it's, it's, it's the idea that kindness has this huge impact on people, on moving them into relationship with God. More than, more than you know how well you know your facts and your figures and, your, and all those things, the kindness being demonstrated from you to other people is what moves them in the direction towards the Lord. That's why it's such an important thing and why we need to look at it. So what is it? What is kindness? How does it work? What does it look like happening? Let's get a definition if we can. Remember the fruit of the Spirit love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. That's the one we are. And he's putting them all together. And, and again, this should be sort of our response, or, you know, or the default response should be kindness. And I would say oftentimes it's probably not. So we need to continue to yield the Holy Spirit. The dictionary defines kindness. ...as the the practice or the capability to be sympathetic and compassionate. And and so like most dictionary definitions, it's helpful... ...but it it doesn't really give us the bigger picture of what's going on biblically with the idea. And uh, the word that they're using there for kindness in the original language is krestos... ...which uh, means to take into use. Uh, It has the basic sense of excellent or serviceable or useful. But when they're talking about people... It means that uh, it's about people being decent and honest and worthy. Uh, That's the idea behind that word. And, And so I like to think of it as kindness is really what it looks like for us to be more fully human. Remember, if you've been sort of tracking with us over the last few years, I will often say that when we come to know Jesus and Holy Spirit lives in us, he is making us more fully human. That what the enemy did was make us less human. Subhuman is a word I like. But I don't know why, because it bothers me. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the idea that that's what was happening and those things that he leads us to are subhuman. Holy Spirit is leading us to be more fully human and kindness is one of the big things that comes out of that sort of process with us. And so it's, it's not just a, a sweet disposition, if you would. It's It's serving and productive as well. It's uh, embracing and partnering with God to be the people he's called us to do, the, the fully human beings he's called us to be, partnering with him to make a difference and to fulfill this vocation that we have, which is to go into the world and be fruitful and multiply, to make a difference, to be empowered by Holy Spirit, to help people find their way back to the Lord. And as always, Jesus is our model for everything, life, ministry, and uh, he is so kind to us. I, I hope that that's your picture of who Jesus is with you. He is so kind. He's not giving us a hard time. He's not beating up us and we don't do what we, you know, we should even do. He, he just so loves us. I hope that's your, your picture of Jesus. He just so loves you. I mean, it's like... It, ah, he just loves you. Loves being with you. Loves all those things about you. And so, he's our model. And he understands our weakness he understands the fact that we still struggle from time to time and I'll say that knowing that I still struggle I'm assuming that all of you still struggle from time to time and if there's anyone here that's not ever had a struggle that's a whole different message <laughs> and it may not be kind to address it we we don't get it right all the time we just don't um, I want to live that way, I, you know, and I want to live fully yielded to spirit in my life. I want my default responses to be love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, but sometimes they're not. Um, having walked down for a long time and gotten older, I realized that I, I should not always go with my first sort of thought response in situations, that uh, that may not be Holy Spirit. He, <laughs> He's usually there. He's there, just I'm listening right away. We were... And get opportunities to work out kindness. I Just one. I, I. I don't know why this is funny, but Alice and I, when we were in Sanibel, so we do beaches in the morning. We go home and then rest for a little while, and then we go to these little shops that they have everywhere in the afternoon because Alice loves little shops, and I love Alice. So there we. are. <laughs> so there we were, and uh, at one point there's where there's this parking and there's a lot of cars. It's busy we're in Sanibel, and um. So I'm trying to leave at this point, we're trying to get out, and there's a car that's parked, it's actually a big van, uh, in this really nice shady spot, I get it, but they're not in a parking spot, they're actually in the lane that I need to be in to go out, and they're parked there, now they're in the car, but they've definitely parked thinking, and I, I get it, I you know, processed through because I thought about this for a while, they thought this is a really nice spot to sit and wait, boom. <laughs> Well, the the problem is that now you just can't easily leave. I had to wait for, imagine this, I had to wait a couple of moments for cars coming in the other direction. And my initial thought, this is how I knew I was a little out of step with the Holy Spirit. My initial thought was to pull up right in where the guy was parked. He was in the wrong lane, parked. Just pull right up and look at him and honk. (laughs) Like, why are you there? No one's ever ever done anything like that, Right. Or thought it. I didn't do it, but that was sort of what I wanted to do, but I didn't. Praise God. I waited and just waited for the cars to come. You know, it's all good. And I, I drove around. But I don't, I, I kind of think it's, I still have some of those thoughts that aren't cleared up yet. And uh, I, would, I, I want my default response just to be absolute kindness, but they still sneak in sometimes. We, we went out to dinner with Billy and Angie oh, Friday. It was rainy. It was really rainy, right? We went and picked them up. And uh, Alice was already in the back and we made way for them to get in cuz it was raining really hard and they had to run out to get in the car and we we're all set up waiting for them and I said to Alice wouldn't it be funny if I just left the doors locked <laughs> And she's like that's not right I go and that's not right but it's really funny right And and I just keep hitting the wrong button like I'm trying to get them in like Aah. I am not arrived. (laughs) We didn't do that, by the way. But we were laughing, and then we had to tell them what we did. So it was almost like doing, I think. Anyway, I say all that to get, the, the the reality is we struggle in lots of different ways. We haven't arrived yet, and yet Jesus always loves us. And I'm so thankful for that. He gets my weaknesses. And, and, and I love this in Hebrews 4, 15 16. For we do not have a high priest who's unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who's been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time There's something about us knowing that Jesus gets us and loves us even when we fall short, even though we don't even meet our own expectations most of the time. And yet he is still kind to us that will help us be kind to people who sometimes may not do what we expect them to do or what we would like to have them do or who think they can park in the shady spot and don't care about you. (laughs) See, we have to understand that that's what kindness looks like. Like Jesus, because... So Jesus was... He was fully God but fully man. He walked this life out. He gets what it is to be... You know, he never sinned. He always did the right thing. But he gets what we are experiencing. He, he walked in our shoes so he can relate to us. And... What we have to do is make sure that we go the extra mile and that we, un- we try and understand what's happening with people beyond the surface and that there's reasons for things and that it's okay. And, and you, you know, we don't just immediately judge and criticize them. We need to walk in their shoes. And it's important before we, we judge or criticize, we always need to walk in someone else's shoes, you know, walk a mile in someone else's shoes. That way, if you do criticize them, you're a mile away and you have their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bonus joke, in case you didn't know <sighs> please don't let that take away from the very important stuff I was saying I, I it will help us to treat them with kindness also and so that's really really important also another big deal is he, Jesus affirms our worth our value and that's huge, even though, you know, we, we so often fall so far short, but, but he considers us of tremendous value, so much so that he went to the cross on our behalf, and, and in no way did we deserve what he did. I love this verse, Romans 5, 6, and 8. You see, at just the right time, while we were still powerless, when we, uh, Christ died for the ungodly, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We had so much value in God's eyes, we all do, that he was willing to to do this, the ultimate act of kindness, which was go to the cross on our behalf. He was willing to go and pay the price for all of us because he sees the value that we have in him. And we need to remember that. And kindness helps people to know that they matter to God, that they're they're worth taking time for, that they're worth going out of your way for, that they're worth you stopping and considering, because God loves them, and he considers them valuable. And so kindness then, I like to think of kindness as love in action. It's us actually, you know, often going out of our way to make a difference. One of my favorite stories is the Good Samaritan. It's in Luke 10. Jesus is telling this story to a group of Religious representatives, if you would, at the time, who'd really gotten off track. And he's going to poke at them a little bit by introducing a character that they didn't like, a Samaritan. They didn't like the Samaritans at all. And, and so they're asked Jesus a question. In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. And they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. When he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite. When he came to the place and saw him, pass by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. When he saw him, he took pity on him. And he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. And when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three? do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? I love this response because the guy couldn't even say the Samaritan in his response. That's how bad it was. The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus says this, go and do likewise. Go. That's what it looks like. That's, that's, it's not all of the rule following. It's not having all your theology absolutely perfect. It's none of those things. It's going into the world and loving people with his love. And often that we do that with simple acts of kindness. The Good Samaritan, he went out of his way, a big deal, to help in this situation. And, and sometimes you think maybe we hold back because we think, oh, it's just... But most acts of kindness are really pretty simple. They're, they're not big ones. And God is, is... The Holy Spirit is kind of leading us through, and if we're in step with him, throughout the day you'll have all these opportunities that you can just be kind to people. And I I promise you it's often as simple as a hello, a smile, a how you doing, can I pray for you. It's things that are like cool to do, but, but we can get so sort of caught up in our own little world that we miss it. That's the big deal. We are constantly having to remind ourselves that it's not all about us. Jesus' story. He's invited us in. We matter. We count in the story. But it's his story, and he loves people. And we have to make sure we're more about his story than our own. And that will allow us to yield the Holy Spirit and really demonstrate kindness in the world around us. Remember this quote. I think it's significant. More people have been brought into the church. And that means into the family of God. That's the church. Into relationship with God by the kindness of real Christian love. Than by all the theological arguments in the world, as we yield ourselves to Holy Spirit, we'll have lots more opportunities to demonstrate kindness in the world, to have an impact on people's lives, an impact that draws them into relationship with God. Amen. 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 Ministry team, those are here want you head over the wall, and uh, people on their way over there are here to pray for you if you need it. And let me let me say this: that this journey starts with Jesus. Life starts with Jesus. And he invites us into his story. I mentioned that. And he's done everything that needs to happen for us to go. He's gone to the cross. He's defeated death. He's risen again. He's done everything he needed to. Our response to the invitation is really believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouths. Jesus is Lord. And that starts everything. And if you've never done it, I want to encourage you to do it today. Jesus, will you be my Lord and Savior? Jesus, will you be my Lord and Savior? That's where it starts. You can do it right where are at. If you're online, you can do that. If you want someone to pray with you, you can go over there and say, hey, I want to know Jesus, and they'll, they'll pray with you, but it starts there. The Holy Spirit then comes, and things begin to change forever. So make that your choice today, if you've never already done that.
5: Amen. And as the ministry team settles in over there, I just want to share with you a couple things the Lord's shown me that you might want to get prayer for, and The first one is, I feel like someone's got, you've got trouble with your left shoulder. And in the Lord's kindness, he wants to heal you today and relieve you of some of that pain. So if you're in the room, get prayer for that. Let someone lay their hands on you and pray. If you're online, just receive that now in the name of Jesus. I pray for healing over you now in Jesus' name. And then he um, he also showed me someone, and this is the best way I can explain it to you. I feel like the Lord is saying... I have heard and seen your lament. And if you look up lament, it's your cry. It's your heart's cry out to God. He has heard and seen your lament. And he wants you to know that your dawn is breaking. Your dawn is breaking. So hold on to that if that's for you. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. You know, along with that too, I I had a sense as I was going that there's someone here. And you're just really discouraged. And you, you've been sitting here sort of in that discouragement. And at the same time, Holy Spirit has just been touching you. Mm-hmm. And and you've you're, you're just sort of been caught there. And my hope and prayer would be you would just um, breathe him in. Yes. And that he'll move into that discouragement. And he'll change that. He wants to help you with that and take that off of you. So if that's you, take that. And I'm also praying for all of us that that we would all be a little more sensitive to the leading and guiding of Holy Spirit. And very much aware of the fact that when our default responses are not this fruit, that we need to check on us and re-engage so that we find life there. Amen. So if you need prayer for any of that, the ministry team is there. Thank you, church, again, for your amazing generosity. What a what a great group. We, while we were gone, I know they probably told you this, but one of the weeks, the Bayside team, we, we partner with the church up for lots of different things. They sent a mission team down, and they went out the whole week doing outreach, and we equipped them with all sorts of things to give away, because you guys are grocery bags with our logo on it, and cups, and, and, and frisbees, and beach balls, and all kinds of cool stuff. And then the food truck was out and we were blessing people with snow cones because we have that and ice creams and ice coffee. It's really cool. And in that one week period, um, they, they gave out over 3,000 things in that one week and they prayed with over 1,000 people in one week. And that's because you guys, yeah, you, you're a generous church. Thank you.
5: And that was led by Pastor Frank, Pastor, Pastor Fran Georgina, led, yeah. sorry. I just
1: yeah, had to say yeah, yeah, good job. They love that. yeah. And, oh, I just saw them, too. Pastor Regina, her she has a VBS coming up that she does every year, Vacation Bible School. Another big opportunity for us to bless the community, the kids. If you can help with that, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the following week, 14, 15, 16, I think, um, that you can go on the app and say, hey, I could volunteer for all three days or for a day or whatever you need, or I can help you set up, whatever. Please help us with that, because that's a big deal. Okay, I've been talking about that for too long. Uh, Let's sing doxology, because that's what we do here. And then we'll go. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. May the Lord bless and keep you. May His face shine upon you. May He be gracious to you and give you peace. Go today in the peace, the power, and the love of God. God bless you all. Thank you for being here. Prayers over there if you need it. These doors will be open for you. Head out this way. Have a great rest of the day. Catch some fish. Hope your team wins. See you later. Bye. And uh, thanks for watching online. We love you guys. We've had fun. We, last month, we spent this time watching online, and we loved this ending shot. It's and, shot. Yeah, it's good. And so thank you for being with us. And uh, we'll be talking about goodness next week. And you have a great week as well. I'm
5: ready. I'm ready. Ready?
1: Yes. All right. God have bless guys. everybody. Bye-bye.
5: Bye-bye.